All right, guys, we're back with the Busby Bay podcast. Wow, get me out! We're going to do a quick wow. Liverpool preview for you guys today. Oh, yeah. Here with Matt, my co-host. What's up, guys? How's it going? And uh, we're feeling pretty confident about this one. Uh, Liverpool are kind of in the driver's seat. They have a game in hand on City, uh, but they're still behind on goal difference. So if they need a win to get back in front and have a three-point lead at the top of the table in the title race. Uh, Manchester United have a one-point lead in fourth against City or sorry Chelsea and Arsenal, and they need this win to kind of cement their place in the top four and keep the momentum going. So, do you think that I I don't think this. I think it helps, but do you think that if Solskjaer w- wins this game, it's like he has the job kind of deal? Because like I don't want to say that because I it's not unfair for any manager and. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's not. I mean, it's not cool. He's he's done a fantastic job already. It's, oh yeah, it, no, I agree. I, yeah, I agree completely. Uh, Paul Ensorge on the United Rankcast said it's got to be at least ninety percent his by now. I don't think that if he loses this game, it's not his job. Like, no, it's knock yeah, on, knock on. on. Oh wait, I, I just I <laughs> yeah, you're, I can't do you're that gonna anymore. Upset my dog true, true middle <laughs> is it? Yeah, no, um, but um. I, I don't think if we lose, it's not his job. But I think if we win, I mean, that can only help him, right? Like, yeah, I don't think it, it's. I don't think it's. At this point, everyone helps. Exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. we we still got another week before the PSG game. I I think, in terms of what immediately helps Manchester United, obviously maintaining a top four spot is crucial. But if we can somehow come back against PSG, staying in the Champions League is amazing for us. Mm-hmm. Um. I still think that that's doable. But I know. I, know I would no say Liverpool that these, preview, I'd say these games are on the same plane of importance, though. Yeah. Well, um, because mm. a, a win over Liverpool at this point, not only does that give us, I mean, our fan base is going to go crazy if if we help knock Liverpool down from the title race. That that would be a huge moment because see the weird thing is is that like also like okay, best case scenario, let's say we beat Liverpool. Let's say we beat City. Like, it's going to be the same kind of deal, right? Oh, by like, the way, uh, at the top. The, with the FA Cup tie, um, the I next, heard they moved Yeah, it. they moved the City game, so it's now back-to-back with the next Chelsea game in the Premier League. So back-to-back weeks at Old Trafford, uh, the Manchester Derby, and then Manchester United versus Chelsea in the Premier League. Hmm. Which I think that also takes a little bit of pressure off of us for this next run of games, because it would have been City... Pretty soon after P- I mean, playing PSG again, it's favorable more than towards the beginning of the season where we played a lot of away legs, yeah. like important away legs, mm-hmm. uh, and we had Mourinho. Like, not, not that this is an ideal scenario for Ollie, but like, I mean, coming up, it's just I, we, it's it's more favorable than I guess the beginning of the season. We, I guess you could say the squad definitely has the confidence to go through with it oh, now too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a little yeah. weird. I was, just, I was just so excited. I'm so, so lit for it. Yeah. It's an important game. I guess let's kind of break it down with the way that Manchester United has been playing in recent weeks. The the PSG game is really... They were just a better team. Yeah. It, because because of experience. That's okay. really what it was. Like, if but we, we had also, some experience, I think we win that game. Especially with, I mean, with, with our attack, uh, with Jesse and Tony going out, like, that just didn't help, right? Mm-hmm. They just didn't. So. But uh, news today, Solskjaer announcing that uh, Martial may be back uh, for the Liverpool game. Um, do you think he should play? If and Jess and Jess, yeah. Should, do you, Do you think that we should risk playing them if they're just coming off injuries and it's still kind of a risk? Uh, not starting, but on the bench. But also, when it comes to injuries, since in football, like 
All right, in American sports, there's so much information. There is a absurd amount of information mm -hmm. about injuries and how they go on and even the rehab process for so many players, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, like even soccer. Like mm -hmm. there's just more expo like there's just more information. So in when it comes to European football, you kind of just have to just go with it's whatever the, the club is willing to tell yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it usually we don't hear anything unless if it's from an we hear from a news outlet or we hear from the manager on Friday. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all we hear, to be honest. So I trust the Manchester United, like, I guess you could say the, the sports uh, the sports medicine staff. Um, and, I mean, it, so it's weird for me to say, like, no, I don't think they're ready because I also don't know how, like, rehab process is all throughout. Like, I mean, look, Luke Shaw almost lost his leg and he came back, yeah. right? Like, so... Well, we've got something going, you know, here, obviously, as far as, like, the, the fact that we're that hearing about goes, it so it, soon that they it, could be exactly. back is promising. And, and I was kind of wondering why they were going to be out for two to three weeks. That might have been a little bit of a mind game from Ole, if I'm going to be completely honest, in mm -hmm. preparation. Um, but, but also, muscle injuries are just really hard to gauge. Yeah, I mean... It's kind of a day-by-day -day thing. When you pull them, it could just be, like, you do some yoga for a week and you're good. Yeah. Like, what, what, I mean, and granted, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that... Like, I'm not a sports medicine expert, so I'm not going to, you know, like, say I no, know but, all these things, but But muscle very... injuries are things that we've suffered at... Right, oh, yeah. At minor, you know. Oh, at, yeah. We, we both played soccer when we were kids, yeah. or we played other sports when we were kids. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it really just depends. I mean body chemistry is such a huge deal too you know is how your body's going to recover yeah <clears throat> so if they think that they're ready like i mean obviously i'm not worried about that like i don't want them to come back in and re-injure themselves granted like they're going to force themselves to be in this game whether they're injured or not because this is a massive Absolutely. game i mean the, the, like, bi the biggest game on the manchester united calendar is when they play the, liverpool the biggest game in european football and you know, and it doesn't hold as much weight as it used to. But I tell you what, this is pretty damn big right now. Yes. <laughs> like you know, with with them being in a in a title race and us yeah, in top was, four, it's so important. It's to be honest, it was kind of them dragging it. Even even in the years where you know, with, with Louis Van Gaal and Jose Mourinho, where we're kind of struggling, it's like Liverpool was struggling more <laughs> somehow. I'll you tell know? you what, and usually, I wouldn't expect a. And this is going to sound like bad the way I say it, but a foreign player to really understand the Manchester United Liverpool rivalry. But I mean, out of anybody, Tony understands this. Like yeah. his goal back when he wore the number nine. His debut coming exactly, off the bench. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, God. I'm, I'm gonna after this. I'm gonna watch that goal. That Martin Tyler over, commentary over, was fantastic. To the oh yes. Um. God, sorry, I'm just thinking about it. I lost yeah. my train of thought. No, so, but uh, but Jess understands the importance of this game, so they're both going to want to be in this game. Um, I just hope. I mean, I know they're going to be up for it. I hope their bodies are up for it. But mm -hmm. again, I don't. I'm not too worried about like if they're going to be ready because they won't play if they're not ready. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to play a game, and man, it's hard because with PSG coming up, we both need them healthy, obviously. But but I think I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, I, I hope they're okay. They're so big. They're so big for us. I mean, yeah. granted, we did work around that with Chelsea, but uh, that's a hurting Chelsea side. Liverpool are a, a much better team than Chelsea are and in good form. So I guess we'll, have, we'll just have to wait and see, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, all right, move, moving ahead to the pre-match, I guess, expectations. 
Uh, Liverpool have had a couple injury problems, and uh, Virgil van Dijk I actually thought was injured when I was watching them play Bayern Munich, but I guess he was suspended for that game. So he's going to be fresh. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so um, Mohamed Salah has been playing pretty well, but he he and Mane both had some really good chances against Bayern Munich that they just didn't score. And Mane Um, from six yards out. Yeah, Mane just totally muffing his shot. Yeah. I can't remember if Roberto Firmino played or not. I only got to watch the second half of that game. So I didn't even watch it. I just watched highlights. I, I just I, I hate both break, of those teams. Yeah, I so can't much. bring myself to watch that, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Like I just could not. Like it, it was actually, I literally it was, just watched Hulu. And yeah. I, Champions League football's on. I watch I watch Leon versus like like Shakhtar. Yeah. I'll watch almost any game that's on TV, but I I was not watching that game. I was not having it, man. Yeah. The only reason why I'd ever want to watch Bayern is because I, I love Jemez. I think mm-hmm. he's so fun to watch. And, but, um, but that's the only reason. Yeah. I couldn't. That wasn't really enough for me to turn, turn off my TV show and yeah. watch it. So they went, with the, uh, they went with the midfield of Naby Keita and Fernandinho and Jordan Henderson. And it was the first game I had seen Jordan Henderson start for a while, and he played really well. But also, he was hurt for a while, right? I think he was hurt, but also hurt? he was just out of favor after Fabinho started playing Oxlade Chamberlain is back in training now because he suffered a torn ACL against Roma uh last year in the Champions League. Yeah, no, I knew that. I, I have he's just I don't, I don't he's follow. just now able to like start oh, training okay. again. I, I, I heard something along the lines of that through all the social yeah. medias. And as an England fan that one hurt. <laughs> yeah man, it's so weird because like I was rooting so hard for England in the World Cup and like as an England player, Oxlade Chamberlain's a good player and I, yeah. did, I that sucks for him. But as a Liverpool player, I'm... <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like, like, we didn't, want them, we didn't want them to win the Champions League. I, and we were watching that game with uh, Cannon, who's a Liverpool fan. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we were. We were watching that at yeah, my old house. They won like 5-2. <laughs> yeah, that and was, then that I, was uh, not fun. And then I beat him in FIFA. Yeah, so Shout that, out that, to Cannon. That was better. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to pull up Liverpool's last results because... The, the only bad, bad game we've played in two months was PSG, I would say. Maybe Burnley, but we played well it's enough to, to get back. It's hard to say that the PSG game was bad, though. I just, feel, I just felt like with Martial and Jesse out, like, I feel like mm-hmm. it just took out the wind beneath our sails. And like a lot of the players kind of just lost a little bit of oomph. All right, so Liverpool lost to Manchester City at the beginning of January. Lost to Wolves in the FA Cup. Hmm. Beat Brighton 1-0 Beat Crystal Palace 4-3 Drew against Leicester 1-1 Wasn't that a Crystal Wasn't it Palace game? Wasn't that a comeback? Yeah They were down like 3-2 I think Okay I thought so And then after the Leicester draw They drew West Ham So that's when people were like Oh it's on the, You know the title race is back on uh, Then they beat Bournemouth pretty handily God, and then, At the beginning of January yeah. I was so uncomfortable Oh my god oh, yeah. it's, it's much better now <laughs> yeah. And then after Bournemouth They drew Bayern And then they have us so, this is really an important match for Liverpool in terms of their title race because after us, they don't really play another quote-unquote challenging team until they play Tottenham at the end of March. So, Wait, when's their next game against Bayern? To, to do England a service. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in the Champions League, yeah. uh, they play, I think, two weeks from now. Okay. So, the match itself... I. I honestly think that Manchester United's midfield has the advantage in this one. 
mm-hmm. with the way Paul Pogba is playing, I mean, he was a better center forward against Chelsea than Romelu Lukaku was. <laughs> he's he's <Yeah>. just involved. <laughs> no he's doubt. the everyman up front in offense right now. Marcus Rashford's still playing really well. If Anthony Martial comes back, stupid good, right? Yeah. But like, even, he's just playing stupid good, man. Even God. against Chelsea, uh, Ali Solskjaer he told Juan Mata to move in behind and form that midfield diamond. So it's like, which I think is so important. Even without Martial, we have a strategy now, you know. Which is, God, that's so important. And I, man, I, I'm I'm trying to think. Our midfield definitely has the advantage. And and against Chelsea too, that was really important because it basically stopped the front three from exchanging the ball a lot. Aiden Hazard had the ball, but he was isolated a lot of the time. Mm Uh, when Willian would go forward, we would isolate him on the left. Luke Shaw had a pretty good game. Not Willian. Uh, Pedro. I was like, what? Yeah, no, Willian doesn't play Wait, for Chelsea Pedro play on the, I thought Pedro played on the right. Yeah, Pedro was on the right. Yeah, and, and Hazard was on the left, right? Yeah, that's what I meant, because Luke Shaw is oh, on the left. Yeah, 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 okay. I, got so, I was like, what? The way that they were able to just smother and go through Jorginho, who has just not been playing well recently... I think we could maybe do something similar against Liverpool's midfield, who like to press high up the field, but if... I mean, if they're moving around and we are on the ball in midfield with a midfield diamond, or even just that midfield trio of Ender Herrera and Pogba having their interplay with the strikers, that keeps Liverpool's forwards from having the ball, which is where Liverpool are the most dangerous. And that would also help with... That would slow down their build-up play. Mm-hmm. That would also, in, like... I don't know if it would increase the speed of our build-up play, but we're very limited, right? Like, we, like, yeah. left side, left Which, side, in a left way, side. is kind of... If we could just go right... Right yeah. through the middle, that's... All right, like, you know, let's... It's kind of nice going against Liverpool at that because having more bodies in the midfield area, even though they're not as quick as Liverpool players because they can counterattack faster than the speed of lightning. Also, as soon as Pogba gets the ball, yeah. like... I f- God, who... Oh, I didn't mean our midfield, I meant Liverpool. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, oh, so oh, okay. If, I was like, what? If we oh, get okay, bodies in the way of stopping that, then Liverpool's entire game plan is disrupted. Yeah. Which I think that... Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think our build-up play is just better because we can... Right now, yes. R- right now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that we can, like, we can counter. As soon as Pogba gets the ball at his feet, he looks up. Mm-hmm. He looks forward. That, that well, pass that, he that, made to Marcus Rashford. Oh, dude, that's... Oh, you read my mind. That is... <laughs> that is... Oh, God, I've watched it so many times on replay. So when he made that pass, like... Like... He just he just knows exactly where he wants to put it. Okay, and I need a second. Okay, because not enough people gave Ander Herrera credit, and I love this guy. I have always loved this guy. Because I if, loved Pogba, if Pogba didn't score, he was man of the match. Oh, well, I still think that he's man of the match. Just because Ander Herrera. Yeah, just because yeah. everything else he did, like everything else he did, true box to box. Like, man, I have been talking about this guy for a while. And he was okay under Mourinho, but man, like this guy, I, I I have always believed in this guy. Like, and ever since last year when we came back and he spat on the city badge, <laughs> this oh, I love this freaking guy. He's I captain love material. This guy. He's like, captain material. Yeah, no, he really is. And you know what? It's man, like we just have we have a lot of that right now. Take mm-hmm. the captaincy from Ashley. Ashley Young, just take it from him. We've got enough. We've well, he's like, not even really the captain. He's the vice captain. Well, okay. But, I mean, he's he's held it. I'd say he's had the armband well, he, more yeah, than anybody he else. He wears the armband so. whenever Antonio Valencia is not on the pitch. Oh, 
that's the way that the squad's set up. He can't even speak English, man. Like, uh, all right. Anyways, I'm I'm not gonna rant about Valencia, but Andrew Herrera. I've been talking about him for a while, and a lot of people like. And I think Phil gave me stick for this, is that he's just okay. I think that I mean, I really thought that like, in form, he was a world class player, and I know that's like a big big say, but I have always thought that he was a really good player. He just mm. needed help around him. And I tell you what, Matic is doing alright. And I saw your, uh, he, he's doing your Twitter right. comment. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Matic is going to be better. Like, we need a CDM this next summer. Yeah. We just need to fork out the cash and buy Conte. I'm kind of <laughs> like, like, thinking that well, he he came out this week and said that wasn't the case, but it kind of seemed like Ali Solskjaer was just done with Fred. Which I don't I don't know what's been happening with Fred because we he's haven't. He's also not a CDM though. Well, we haven't seen him play at all since like what, December. Yeah, but to also yeah, no, you're not wrong. But also to be fair, like, how does he get in that team right now? You know what I mean? Like, it's not that like he's but lost interest in Fred. Like, even when the team rotates and like Andres yeah. Pereira comes in and plays, like, well, he came in like what, like once. Well, Scott, I will say Scott McTominay. He started twice under Solskjaer, and he's made a couple appearances as a substitute. Yeah. If if I tell you what, I might take that back. If we can get McTominay to play well mm-hmm. and get him up to the point where he needs to be in that like Carrick role. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed a new contract in January too. So everybody signed a new contract. God. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, which, which is a good thing for some people, but not for others. But uh, like the fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I, I don't hate McTominay. I feel like a lot of people, he gets a lot of stick. He's not as young as people think, but he does need to start showing up. If he's gonna, if he's gonna play, if he's gonna wear the badge. He needs to play. It's like mm-hmm. play, play. Like he needs to. Go in on tackles, be aggressive, and, you know, because what we saw under Mourinho, I know he Mourinho had to create an award for the kid. I, I, I do like him. I do like the kid a lot, but he just needs to show up. So, I think that that would be good at the uh, later part of the season if we could get him in in, like, some smaller yeah. matches. That'd be doable. But... But definitely not Liverpool. No, um, no, no, no. Sorry, we yeah, went off uh, went off track there for a second. I, I, but. I think the way that we went against Chelsea would probably. I I, I would like to see Lindelof and Bay, but even at this point, it. I mean, I I trust whoever goes out on defense. It's just the way that we've played defensively since Ollie's come in has just been so much better. Yeah, with, and, with the exception yeah. of the Burnley game. Yeah. Um, because we gave away two really bad goals and. That was kind of on the on the part of the entire unit because, mm-hmm. uh, well, the first one was Andres Pereira giving it away, but the second one, the headed goal, was, oh, was both game. Phil Jones and Victor Lindelof went to double mark people while Ashley Young was stuck alone with Chris Wood at the back post. Yeah. I. But I also, for the most part, they've all played really well. And in particular, and I know <laughs> that you guys have given me stick about this, but Victor Lindelof has played just fantastic football. Oh, I'm not giving you stick. I think <laughs> yeah. you gave me stick when I thought the dude was... Actually, no, Colin. You gave Phil and I stick when we were no. like, whoa, we love that guy. No, you oh. guys were giving me stick because I was saying I he was wasn't... Not. I no. was not. I love Both of you were giving me stick when I was saying he wasn't playing that well, and you said, no, he absolutely is playing well. I, well, oh, I didn't know that's where you were going to go with that. Sorry, I had to re- reshape my thought process. No, but I actually thought that, like, out of all players that were playing well under a 
sinking ship, I thought that he was doing okay. He who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, all right, so anyways, I do think that Lindelof coming into this, I think actually the Firmino matchup is actually favorable, favorable to Lindelof. And the reason I say this is because, like, we've seen Lindelof go up against Ronaldo, right? Like, okay, we've seen him go up against, like, big target guys. He has an issue with target guys because he's not the strongest, like, header winner. Mm-hmm. But he can out. I wouldn't say he can outrun Firmino. He can outthink him, I think. Because the thing is, is that about Lindelof is that he's not... He doesn't win all the headers, right? Like he's not gonna bully you over, but he's there at the right time. And I think, and he, I think that that's that's ideal for going up against a guy like Firmino if Firmino starts. But also, even with just Salah and Mane, his, he will have a physical advantage. It's like it'll be the best of both worlds, hopefully, against those two. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Mane will definitely have a speed Mane, advantage. Mane's a smaller but, guy, isn't he? He's like yeah, five nine. He's pretty small. Like he's yeah. he's just so fast. <laughs> God bless America. Uh, yes, <laughs> God, yeah. he's so fast. So, uh, but I well, like our matchups going in. I, I the only Van Dyke is a great player, right? But if Rash is going up against him, Rash isn't a target guy. He could just run around him. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not worried about that at all. And uh, He already that destroyed was one Alexander that was... Arnold. He's still trying to find his ankles somewhere. I don't well, know they're at Old they Trafford, are. so he'll get a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, Van Dyke does have athleticism to him, obviously, but I, there was a highlight video from a couple years ago when he was still at Southampton with uh, Marcial. Look, listen to you. Southampton. Southampton. Uh, Marcial was in the box. <laughs> And he just did a quick turn, and Van, Van Dyke fell over. Like it was hilarious yeah. to watch. So if, if you want to go back, I think it was from the 2015-2016 season where it happened. So okay, Van Dyke I'll obviously make sure to go back and watch that. <laughs> Van Dyke obviously a better player now, but yeah. it was it's fun to look. <laughs> um, you want to go ahead and do match predictions then? Oh, I guess oh, I hate this. Yeah, because we're not very good at it. No, we're <laughs> terrible at it, Colin. I think it's gonna be a good game, and the better team will win. Yep. All right. <laughs> yep. Uh, you go first, Colin. <laughs> All right. I, think. I think the midfield advantage will mean that we do score goals, um, especially the way that Pogba's playing. God. I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two one. Just that's you always guess two one, Colin. <laughs> or, or, or like three two. I, I, I think both teams will score, but I don't know if it's gonna be a big goals game. No. I don't think it's going to be a big Especially the way that Liverpool has played the last couple of weeks where they've struggled to kind of get goals. I think there will be goals. I mean, for yeah. sure. That's that's usually how football works. But, uh, but Watch it be a nil-nil draw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. God, that nil-nil at Anfield is the most painful. Anyways. Um, uh, you know what? I agree with you, Colin. I think it's going to be like a 2-1, maybe even like a 1-0. I want to say that, it, of course, since I say this, there's going to be a lot of goals. It's going to be like 5-4. Yeah. You know? that's, kind of, that's kind of been our you approach know? to big games where we'll, we'll go for the goals early in the first half and then sit back on a lead and we'll defend really well. Yeah. We did the same thing against Tottenham. Because we can also attack um, them from pressure, yeah. which, which helps. Arsenal, we got a third goal just because Arsenal sucks and we can right. counterattack against them. Also, towards the beginning of Ole's reign, he it, it was, you know... 
whatever you can do, I can do better. You mm-hmm. know, like, you might score goals. You might score two, we're going to score three. You might score four, we're going to score five. You know, like, I, I don't... Luckily, that I, hasn't I, been the case. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> yeah. that hasn't been the case. You know what? But at the beginning, it was. I... Yeah, it was because Cardiff looked like they were back in it after that penalty, and then we're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, oh, no. We're, we're not going to stop. We're going to yeah, just uh, sit down there, bud. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do agree. Uh, but... Man, it's just so hard for me because we're at this position, but we could, we could totally be in the top three if he was here, you know, if ifs and buts, you know. But mm-hmm. like, I seriously think we can beat anybody. Like, I still think we can go to PSG and some and surprise some people. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think a lot of people underestimate us. And one thing I love is that like, this is gonna be a Manchester United and Liverpool like rivalry game. And I mean, mm-hmm. that sounds redundant. But it's, it's it's huge. It's, it's two huge. really good game teams that are just and and it's huge for both win. of us. Yeah. It's huge for both of us. It's I'd say it's actually bigger for us rather than Liverpool because well, well. as as United as United fans <laughs> as yeah. un, as United fans it's bigger for us. I don't care about their title race. I think that City are gonna. I think they're gonna win. Anyways, yeah. Did you see what Cantona said about asking? Because somebody asked him, "Would you prefer Liverpool or City to win the title?" He's like, that's an impossible question to answer. It's like, he, he used some Eric Cantona metaphor for to explain it, but it was basically... <laughs> do butterflies fly in the garden? Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, it's like asking him to do two horrible self-injury things. Like. Right, yeah. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 2-1. I like that. Or, what did I say, 2-1, 1-0. I, I like the, yeah. the one goal difference. I think that... I mean, it'd be great if we could smash them, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, God, like, I'd love it if we could smash them. I'm going to be watching this with um, uh, our buddy Phil, who's a Man United fan, and Brian. Oh, you are going to be down there. Yeah. Damn it. God. Yeah. Oh, so mad. We're going to be going crazy in that house (laughs) if United do smash them. And hopefully that is the case, because I I want us to smash everyone we play. Yeah. But but no one like this, man. No one like this. I want to kill him, man. Uh, but I do think that it's going to be a great game, and I'm so up for it just because, like, this is what, this 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 big game is what we've been waiting for, and it's like, you know, past couple years, like we we've had a win, you know, with Mourinho, but like it didn't it didn't feel like it does now, right? Like, and I heard that Sir Alex is supposed to be. Uh, Doing a talk before mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, all I wants him to do I'm, a team bro, talk. Bro, I'm so up for this. I'm so excited. I, I kinda, was like, I kind of want there to be cameras on it, but I don't. <laughs> like so many, if that was the case, so many people's. Like, you, you think they're gonna make it into that <laughs> dressing room with Ale and no, Sir like, Alex? They're, good luck. Everyone's like illusion of like a mystical Sir Alex is gonna be shattered when he's just dropping f bombs. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you know the real Sir Alex uh, shows shows his face. Is like I want you to f and batter him. You know he's got to dust off his hair dryer and he's yeah. bringing, he's bringing two to the dressing room on Sunday. Uh, he's packing. Yeah, for sure. But he's packing heat. Ah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That is All hilarious. Right. <laughs> I can't believe I've never thought of that before. <laughs> All right, no, but uh, but yeah, I I do think it's gonna it's gonna be a massive game. I can't wait for it. Um, I'm actually gonna get to watch some of it. I since it's at eight oh five our time, I go into work at nine, so I get to watch the whole first half. The second half is going to be real, real sketchy. They might have to fire me because I'm going to be watching it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. 
No. Hopefully you'll want to be watching it on your phone. And hopefully it's good enough that you want to keep watching it the whole time. Oh, yeah. No, let's not even think about that. It's, we're going to be right for it. Until the, oh, also, until the 90 minutes are played, we've, yeah. we've got goals to score. We always do. Um, I don't know what I want to do for Fergie time because we didn't really discuss it before the podcast. So I guess just off the top of my head, do you think Aiden Hazard uses his expiring contract to force a move out of Chelsea despite the transfer ban? Mm. Not that he would come to United, obviously. He would go to Madrid. Man, excuse his expression. I don't think he has a sack to do anything. Like, like I I just don't, like, after all these years, he could have moved, moved so many times, right? But to be fair, in those moments where he could have moved, they, Chelsea, the team recovered and they won something. I mean, there was, there was that period where everyone thought he would leave under Mourinho's second year, and then Conte comes in and they win the Premier League. And then Conte, the second year, it looks like, you know, they're not going to make the Champions League, and they don't, but they win the FA Cup. And Aiden Hazard says he's happy despite a summer-long, you know, transfer saga. <sighs> you know Because what? they bring in Maurizio Sarri, who supposedly is going to bring that attacking football back. The day that Aiden Hazard leaves the Premier League is the day I call in sick from work, and I'm just drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just drinking all day. Celebration. Yeah, man. Like, I just... Like... Okay, th- there was a challenge the other day where he literally just falls. Like, he's mm-hmm. running, no, and yeah. he just I, runs into, into Herrera, and they get the free kick. And I'm like, what is this BS, that, dude? There was, was another so one, bad. because like, in, the, in the first half alone, Eden Hazard had 10 turnovers against us. Because he, Sounds like Alexis Sanchez. He, he just dribbled and the ball into the ground, best, best and then he went to ground expecting a foul, and the referee didn't give it, so we just, you know, counterattacked. Also, there was that, was it, was it Kovacic? That was, God, it was the... That was bad? Everyone. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Jorginho and Kovacic were both really bad. I can't bad. remember if it was Jorginho or Kovacic, but uh, Ander Herrera, like, was running away from him, and, like, he clearly lost the ball, and he sat on the ground mm-hmm. and looked around until the ref gave the free kick. It just made me so mad. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, how are you going to give it? Oh, also, something we did not talk about for the Liverpool game before I forget. Yeah. You know who the official is. Uh-oh. Michael Oliver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? I did not or did know. did you just guess? I mean, he's kind of the go-to ref now. Like, he... God, I hate him! God, I hate him so much! I, I don't... I don't dislike wasn't he him. The, wasn't he the ref that gave Pogba the red against Bayerine? Who? I want to say that was Michael Oliver. I don't know. It might have been. I, I want to say because he's too quick to reach for the... Like, in the pocket... He's also a younger guy, so maybe he's, he's got just... a little better about it. Yeah, I, I would, he was the guy that sent off Buffon and uh, in against Real Madrid in the Champions League, um, which I didn't. I which I'm not a fan of. Like, I mean, I love Buffon. Yeah, also, like, give him the chance Real to Madrid, save the penalty. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's BS, dude. No, but um, no, but anyways, Eden Hazard. I I don't know if he leaves. Like, I don't. In this. The really crappy thing is that, you know, Zari's probably going to get fired. Yeah, no, nobody gets a chance to build a team anymore. Yeah, so. and you know what? Like, I don't like Chelsea. I, I hate Chelsea. Like, I do. But I I almost feel bad for them, if I'm going to be honest. Because okay. yeah. they they really shouldn't have to deal. And Chelsea fans, I and I, I really want to be able to talk to Brian about this, but, like, Man, like, they just don't have a good run because they always fire their coaches. Like, give them a fair run. 
Yep. Like, like Conte had that bad year after he won the Premier League and he, they fire him. And they, uh, even like, then, they won the FA Cup. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> and, man, I just don't get that. Like, I just don't get... I mean, I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I get not winning trophies. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, man, like, any hint of having a bad run, especially since Sarri's never been to the Premier League, right? Like, he's got to figure this out. And, man... Like and they didn't exactly give him a lot of so I just transfer that, help either. <laughs> that, that that club's in turmoil, man. Yep. Like, it, it's so weird because like this seems to happen like every one or two years, right? And then Chelsea just they, like they end up being in the top six, at least fighting for top four. It seems like for the last yeah, couple th- years, from, and from... then they falter towards the end because of like not knowing the Premier League or injuries or whatever. Yeah. But like. I mean, it's it's kind of weird that they, like, still kind of, like, have success, even though they have a not consistent run of managers. Like, they just always change, and they always seem to... So I guess they got a little bit of luck on their side, but that, that sucks for them, man. Yeah. That sucks. Well... I almost feel bad for them. Almost. Almost. <laughs> All right. But Thanks that, for... But uh... that bottler still plays for them, so... <laughs> Piece of freaking tissue paper. Steven Gerrard plays for Liverpool? (laughs) Wow, I messed up that. I didn't say a banana peel, Colin. I said a a piece of tissue paper. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) thanks for tuning into the Busby Bay podcast. This has been our our Liverpool preview and Aiden Hazard (laughs) rant hour. Yeah, I don't know why we just started ranting about Aiden Hazard. Because I asked you one favorite. question. No, I, I understand, but like I was thought it was weird that it was Fergie time. But you know what? I needed I needed this, and I think yeah. that our listeners needed to hear this. Yeah. Well, because we'll, I know they. they we'll see if Brian wants way. to call in next time and give his take on it. But uh, we don't want to give Chelsea fans too much of our time. <laughs> no, I gave him any time. Yeah. He's my friend. <laughs> all right. Anyways, no, yeah. but we appreciate it, guys. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias. And all that good stuff. Um, Colin and I are going to try to have a... We're definitely going to have a review of this Liverpool game next week. And uh, I'm going to try and get a fellow Busby Bay writer, uh, Vince Ann, to call in for that. And uh, give a little bit of a PSG preview, too. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, guys, but let us know what you think. Get on Twitter and and, uh, tweet us up. I'm not never good at using the the verbs when it comes to Twitter. The tweet's a verb now. The tweet's a verb. Yeah. Were you mocking me? No, sorry. I thought that you were going Canadian oh. there. I was just, I was just going, yeah, there, buddy. I, mean, just, yeah. All right. I wasn't just going, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> underscore Matthew Barnes underscore and at Colin the Shots. I really need to get a better Twitter handle. It's no, yeah. not as good. Really Mine, mine's better. You're not wrong. It is. It's a very great pun, but it's very gamer esque. It's like, I game. Red, it's like Red Phantasm. <laughs> Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had to shout him out. But anyways, we appreciate it, guys. I guess we'll uh, catch you next time. I've been Matt. And I'm Colin, always. All right. And okay. that's my cat. And, and he's door. very loud. He wants to be on the podcast. All right. Oh, we'll see you guys later. See ya.